This needs to be perfect, people. So we're reviewing again. We do this hard, and we do it fast, and we do it clean. June needs this to be perfect. And if we're made, we're not coming home. So no faces, no names, no talking. It needs to look like a hit that we're there for both of them. I know some of you have personal feelings about this. I'm not a huge fan either. We all love Korra, but Odo hasn't been the same since she's joined. Their goals changed, and if we're going to bring June's vision, our vision of the world into reality, we need the old Odo. So be clean. No reason for this to be any worse than it has to be. Okay, suit up. We roll out in five. Thank you for tuning into The Room Where It Happened, an actual play podcast uh, built around communal world building and having fun with your good friends. Uh, I'm Brian. Uh, today, we are not playing our usual uh, game of Hack Together 5th Edition. We are actually going to do a quiet little one-shot because we have something that we wanted to do that didn't necessarily fit into the current flow of our game, and we've got some downtime right now, so we're going to take advantage of that. Uh, so today what we're going to do is we're going to play a cool little, very, like, minimalist game by John Harper called Ghost Echo. Um, it's sort of a Powered by the Apocalypse-style system. Um, it's It's interesting. I like it. Um, but today... Playing with me, as always, is Emily playing Cora. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all. It's just me and Emily. Um, Help. Shout out 
to Jeff Stormer, uh, basically. Um, <laughs> is it? I, I haven't played with him yet. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> shout out anyways. Shout out anyways. Um, so basically what we're going to be doing is uh, we're going to be going through a scenario when Cora comes up against basically any time that she needs to act or comes up against any sort of um, resistance or is harried by a situation or whatever, we are going to determine goals and a danger in the situation. And then Emily and we, will. Hmm? We decided that you were going to determine. The yeah, I'm danger determining and danger. I'm you're determining the goal. Yeah. Um, sorry, John Harper, if we're doing this wrong. There's only two pages to this system. So when we determine the goals and the danger, we will uh, then roll, or we won't. I don't do shit. Um, Emily will. <laughs> Because I've had uh, such a great track record of rolling recently. It's true. Uh, Emily will roll two D6s and assign them to the goal and the danger. And there are different um, and there are different results uh, based on, you know, whatever's going on. Um, and it will just kind of like, basically it's the, you know, the uh, powered by the apocalypse or um, maybe more specifically like Blades in the Dark style like one to two fails three to four partial success five to six goal is achieved you know um so let's i am pretty sure that's it we need to should be oh uh we have a twitter let's yep, remember to talk about a twitter we have a website yes we do at this point have a website um and a patreon uh, so it's at RoomwarePod for everything. So it's at RoomwarePod is our Twitter and Instagram. RoomwarePod.com is our website. And Patreon.com forward slash RoomwarePod is our Patreon. If you want to chuck a dollar at us, that's literally the only tier that I've made. Just a dollar. It's all... That's all it takes to win our love. Yeah, it's only a dollar. It doesn't even take a dollar, honestly. It's true. You can just be cool. And you're all cool because you're listening to us. Woo. Yeah. So, uh, man, we're so good at marketing. Just for the <laughs> Actually, best. wait, never mind. Please pay us a dollar or we'll hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, they don't have to. No, no. Oh we, my we'll God, still love no. you. No, I don't want them to think that they don't. They have That's to buy true. our love. Oh. We love you no matter what. But if you want to give us a dollar. That's cool. You should. We definitely appreciate that. <laughs> um, okay. So let's go ahead and get started. So... So while we're playing with Cora tonight, she's not alone. Um, that would be awkward. It would be. Just Cora in a blank featureless room. We're going to basically be like one of those Reddit oh. threads talking about how clerics work. As long as it's not like Saw, like I have to escape the blank room. The key is behind my eye. Yeah. Wait, there's no door, though. There's no door, but the key is behind your eye. What the fuck do I do with this key? <laughs> um, now I've got one eye, one eye, one key, and no door. <laughs> um... So yeah, anyways, uh, Cora is, so it's a special night for Cora and Odo. Yes. So the the last session happened, um, I'm going to slot this in before we do our downtime, our next downtime, um, so, which is coming up. Hmm? So in line with where we are right now right, in right real now. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, because downtimes are usually like two to three weeks, this definitely can just happen. This is a night, right? This is just one night, yeah. yeah. So this happens night. during that downtime is how I'm 
how I'm kind of envisioning it. Okay. Um, so, uh, Cora and Odo are f- getting out of the, the proverbial house for the evening. Cora has planned an outing. Cora has planned an outing. Uh, they have, using their cool rogue abilities, they've gotten across the river. Um, they also left River in charge of the sands for the night. Basically, River's the babysitter for all of the crazy-ass motherfuckers that that work for you. Look, um, didn't think it through very well. Yeah. You, uh, you've also told the rest of the Scooby group uh, where you guys are going. Yeah, um, the whole Scooby group, River, I think that was the only ones we decided that I'd told. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they know where we're at. Right. And you guys are ditching the keys for the night. Yeah. So we're you're not going to get fucking bothered. Yep. <laughs> like, by inane conversations. <laughs> right. So you're not like having a nice, having a nice meal. And then like Sashmir <laughs> comes over the radio is like, how are you kids doing? Yeah. We're going to yeah, exactly. not have that happen. Right. Um, and Cora has a reason for being out tonight. Yes. What is our reason for being out tonight, Cora? Uh, so I just come right out with it? Yeah. Uh, Cora's intention is to propose to Odo on this outing. She has reserved an entire restaurant, which isn't as hard to do in an apocalyptic wasteland as it was It's not an beforehand. apocalyptic wasteland. It's in just like a... half of a ruined city. Yeah, half of a ruined city is a good way to put it. It would have been harder if things hadn't happened like they had, but uh, now Cora can afford a whole restaurant, so... Yeah. Um, and uh, so you... T- the. You told the Scooby Gang and River your intentions for this. Yes, they and know. One thing, one thing I would like to point out is that even though the Sands are ostensibly a group of like spies and pickpockets and uh, skullduggery style folks, they're also like for people whose entire job it is is to like keep secrets and steal information. They're fucking just the worst gossips ever. So basically everybody knew but Odo. And like also Odo was real confused because Tessa was making that like ooh face when you guys were leaving. Right. Yeah. Insert Shannon making an ooh, ooh noise, noise here. Yeah. Um we'll both do it on three. One, two, three. Ooh. <laughs> um So that happened. Yeah. Um so Odo knows something's up. They don't yeah. know what is up. Um but also it, sometimes it's hard to just maybe sometimes Tessa's just fucking weird, right? Right. Right. That's um, certainly happened before. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you guys are out at this this nice little restaurant. It's not like a fancy restaurant. Yeah. Um, um, I, I wrote a whole ahead. description of it if you want it. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I left it on my laptop at home, but I do at least remember what I wrote. Mm-hmm. I remember that it is called The Spring House. And um, The Spring House is where Odo and Cora went on their first date, which happened off camera, but it happened. Um, they went to this restaurant that specializes in all day breakfast because the adorable little babies, we always see them making breakfast whenever we see them doing anything other than being miserable. So, uh, they're at this all day breakfast restaurant, which Cora has rented out the entire thing because it's one of the last like restaurants in this section of town that's standing, but this isn't like the fancy section of town. Yeah, it's like it's across the river in the part of town that hasn't been sort of locked down because they're currently this part of town is not uh, in, 
like, you know, getting regular incursions from a whole different plane of fucking existence. Yeah, and like... But it's also close enough to the river that people are just moving away from this area because it's dangerous over there. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, extra planar monsters are just fucking showing up. Whole buildings are getting disappeared. and it's, It's a bad scene. Yeah, so Cora was able to get a really good deal on this restaurant that might disappear before the end of the night. That'd be great. Um... And mostly because all the rich people are still safe in the rich people part of town with all their rich people restaurants. They don't want to come to the ruined part of town and eat breakfast. Why slum it when you can possibly get eaten by a Kelpie? Exactly. Just go to your regular places where you go anyways. So they're there. Um, The setup I had in mind was like kind of like a more formal Cracker Barrel, but also smaller. A very formal Cracker Barrel. Yeah, like, it still looks rustic, and, like, it's trying to look... Are there barrels? <sighs> there can be a barrel if you really want there to be a barrel. Hangman Page and Joey Janela fight with it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can do that. Um, um, I would be down for it. But they, um, like, the interior is wooden. It's meant to look like it's in the country, even though it's definitely not. It's one of those places. Mm-hmm. Um, got... Uh, it's a rather small restaurant. I think we discussed about 20, 25 tables, right? Yeah, something along that line. And they've got, um, all, all the tables are set with their tablecloths, um, but there's only one that's set up to actually like look like people are supposed to use it. Um, it's got like candles and plates already set out, mm-hmm. and it's by the window. Um, it's I, I contemplated where to put them for a while. I was like, uh, Odo and Cora aren't really the kind of people who would want to sit in the middle of an empty room with their backs to so many options. Right. And also, <laughs> like, you know, why stare at why stare at the kitschy interior of the restaurant when you can, like, just look out at the city? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's much more attractive things to look at that aren't, like, fancy Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. And ostensibly, it's just, um, I don't know if you did the layout in your head. I've worked in a lot of restaurants, so I did. Same, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, this one is definitely not, basically the floor plan is 100% a restaurant I used to work in. Um, <laughs> but um, basically, it's a small square room. Um, there's a divider that kind of has like an entrance way where you walk up to the counter. Um, and most of the, mo- like like Emily said, most of the seats are, are empty. Um, you guys are at like a nice little two seater table. Uh, there's candles. Uh, they broke out like the nice dinner cloths, which is which would be real like which would be like oh this is very fancy. Except you guys are like defo eating like just like hash brown casserole because they can't make breakfast food look super fucking nice. Right. If it's not super fucking nice breakfast food, it's like okay, like it's yeah. good food. Yeah, it's good food. But like, there's a there is a there is a solid aesthetic difference between like like a lobster Steak. like a lobster eggs Benedict versus a hash brown casserole and some biscuits. Right. Like you can only gussy up them so much. Look, Cora requested tablecloths. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, sure. You're our only paying customer in a week. Sure. Yeah, here you go. Um, so the. Uh, the crew of the restaurant's been kind of, like, milling about. You've been very well checked on. Um, you have been sort of, like, the evening's gone on. You guys have had a good evening. Um, talked, had a good time, had a good date. You guys had a good, solid date. About time. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, nothing bad happened. Uh, you guys had, like, good conversation. Just overall, is a good time. Uh, Odo had excused themselves from the table, went off, 
they were coming back. And you're like, okay, this is the time, yeah. right? You're working yourself up. You've got like the the ring box like under the table in your hands. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What does the ring look like? So I think um, I think it's a fairly simple like it's um, silver like or whatever white gold. I've never been married. Mm-hmm. Don't at me. This um, is what white gold looks like. Oh. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. And it's, um, got like a very small, simple diamond on it. Like mm-hmm. nothing huge, nothing probably real. Um, okay. and is it magical? That would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, what kind of magical do I have the option? Cause if I have the option, yes. Well, did Cora buy this or steal this? <laughs> mm, I want her to steal it. Okay. Let's steal it. Okay. Um, We'll give it some low level. Just say whatever you want with some weird low level magical property it can have. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, can it like increase a stat? Is that low level? What is it low can level? Give it, let's say like, it can give advantage on a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, advantage on attacks then, since sometimes we take Odo out. Yeah, we'll say um, it can do that. Not all the time. Like, it's not literally every attack, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, first attack in a round or something like that. That works. Um, I didn't know it was going to be magical, so there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll edit it in the back the back half, right? Um, <laughs> or in post-production. Um, I'll figure out what this wedding magical wedding ring does. Well, my intention with having it be, like, small and simple is that, like, if this goes well and, like, we are engaged, like, Cora can get a matching one pretty easily. It's just a simple band with a small diamond. Yeah, exactly. Like, easy to get yeah, a Yeah, it just also happened to have, like, a low-level magical effect because this is Loom. Right. Everything has a low-level magical effect. Fuck tons of magic. Yeah, exactly. Your shoes tie like it's fucking Back to the Future, too. Oh, like, <laughs> um, you don't wear shoes. You don't know that. Oh, damn. Um, no, I'm sad. You have you have hooves. You have little hoovesies. Uh, Cora just watches Odo's shoes tie like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, fuck. I wish I had feet. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, you are, like, you're working yourself up. Um, Odo, you see Odo coming back. Um, Odo is coming back, and you, um, like, they are sliding into the, uh, like, they're sliding into the booth. You guys are finishing up. Does an all-day breakfast place serve dessert? Is that a thing you get? I mean... I don't usually get dessert when I go to Waffle House, but also... I think Waffle House's only dessert is like this isn't Waffle some kind House, of pie. Though. This is Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I've never gotten fucking dessert at Cracker Barrel either. No, but they have it. Um, yeah, but I'm usually like I'm usually like full of carbohydrates. Yeah, I don't think so. That's <laughs> I've also I can't tell you the last time I've ordered dessert at a restaurant, and I feel like that's common for most people. So mm-hmm. probably right. not. Like maybe they're having coffee afterwards. Yeah, that sounds like legit. Yeah, maybe you guys are having coffee. You guys are having coffee. Yeah. So they've put a pot of coffee on the counter. Left you guys kind of alone, everything. And so Odo's there uh, sipping coffee, like, uh, looking looking out and you know, at the city and everything. Um, we've, we get this, like, a nice panning shot of, like, Odo sort of looking out at the city. And then the camera kind of pans around back behind Cora, where we're looking at, like, her point of view, where we're staring at, like, the profile of Odo's face. Mm-hmm. And go for it. Uh, yeah, so Cora's, like, fumbling with the ring under the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she says to Odo, like, hey, uh, I'm glad we were able to do this. Odo turns up, or Odo obviously turns back to you, and they're like, yeah, it was, it's good. Like, I've been, things have been, 
real fucking stressful as of late. Yeah. It like, we fought some kind of goddamn illusion monster. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, all the... I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry about all the stuff with the Dream Den. I know that was especially personal for you. I mean, it's fine. It's not, like, it's not your fault, like, some whatever, some bullshit creature that we had to fucking fight because this is, I guess, our lives now. Whatever. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Our, our lives are all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to normal one day. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know I want to get back to normal, right, eventually. I, I mean, yeah. We just, I don't know what normal looks like after this whole situation. I have an ideal image. What's that ideal image? I mean... Preferably we have a house again. That'd be nice. I, mean, I miss my bed. It would be nice to have a house again and not be sleeping in the back of the club. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess at this point, uh, Cora will get more serious. Like, hmm. Sorry, this is coming from Emily, who's literally never proposed to anyone. Uh, I mean, Cora also hasn't. So That's true. Cool. That <laughs> works <in>. for me. <laughs> Strap in. Mm-hmm. Um. Look, maybe we don't have to to wait until um, until things get better to start working towards that. Like, what do you what do you mean? Uh, I guess at this point she would start mm. moving like the uh, like moving away from the table and mm. like. Uh, yeah. So as you're moving away, Odo's eye is drawn to like the back of the restaurant, and he's kind of looking around, like. Where is, like, you see them, like, math is happening inside of their head at this point. Oh, no. And they're like, where are the, like, and they say out, yeah, they say out loud, like, where are the employees? Um, when they say that, you also glance back, uh, and there's no one behind the counter. You don't hear anything going on inside of the kitchen. You realize it's very quiet inside the restaurant. Um, cause there's no music, like I don't have any sort of like weird music that plays in loom or anything like that and things. Um, Coral kind of sigh a little like, maybe we should check and make sure everything's yeah. okay. Maybe. Um, and it's about that time that you notice cause you kind of like glance, like you're like, oh, you glance back down, kind of like sliding this ring back into your pocket. Right. Uh-huh. Like trying to be like low key about this. In front of Sherlock Holmes. And right. um, it's about that time that you notice a, uh, you notice like a tiny little, uh, like little glowing orb of red coming at the window. Uh, which you've been around Orin long enough to know that that's a fireball uh-huh. coming at the window. So that's my danger, right? Yeah, there's, so your danger is, <laughs> yeah, your danger is a fireball is about to hit the window. What is your goal? Uh, obviously getting away from the fireball is the right, goal. Yeah, right, right, that's the, the low key. Up. Yeah, not getting blown up is obviously there. But what is like, when uh, we're looking for goals, let's look for something a little, like one notch above that, yeah. something more interesting. Um, because also Odo's staying there, with their back turned yeah. to the window. Well, yeah, definitely that's included mm-hmm. in the goal. Um, <laughs> but question first about the restaurant. Is it the kind of thing where, like, if my goal was to scoop Odo up, like, 
mm-hmm. a little small, I assume Cora yeah. can scoop them up and like go behind the counter at the far edge of the restaurant, or is it like I need to get out of the restaurant to we, survive? Uh, we are in like a split second kind of mode. Like this, it's one of those things where maybe you can cross the restaurant in enough time to get behind the counter, but getting away from the window is more important than getting all the way to the back of the restaurant, I would say. Okay, then Cora would probably start by scooping up Odo and like, or at least like grabbing their hand mm-hmm. and just starting to probably run yeah, towards the front Yeah, you could also door. like just dive too. Like diving would be good. The idea is that they were trying to hit you guys in the side of the head. So right. yeah. Um, yeah, so basically move Odo out of the way and also move ourselves out of the way. Okay, solid. So go ahead and roll two D6s. Okay, and do I add these or what do I do with these? Um, no, no, no. Just roll them. A5 and A6. Son of a bitch. Okay. Wait, is so that you good? succeeded on both. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, like, one to two is the goal's fails. Three uh-huh. to four is a partial success. And then five to six is a full success. Oh, okay. And so what you do is when you roll the two D6s, you assign one of them to the goal and one of them to the danger. Because you can get a partial success on your goal and a full success on your danger. Or fail your goal and a full success on the danger. Okay. However you want to mix that up. Then for future rolls, we'll do blue as the goal, peach uh, you as can the assign danger. Them however, no, you can assign them however you Oh, you, you get help. to assign the numbers after you, you roll, roll them. You roll them, yeah. Oh. You succeeded on both dice, though. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what, what, does, what does avoiding this concussion, concussive blast of fire and glass and also grabbing Odo look like? Probably Cora grabs them by the hand. And if mm-hmm. there's not time to physically run away... Mm-hmm. She can, like, flip up one of, well, there's a booth, isn't it? Is there a table nearby? No, you guys are in a ta- at a table. Oh, okay, I thought it was yeah. a booth. Um, cool, that, that's better then. Um, she can flip up the table. Yeah, and get behind it? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you grab Odo, Odo's like, what? Uh, and gets pulled down <laughs> yeah. as you, like, grab the base of the table and kind of flip it backwards so you guys can use it as a shield. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a very big table, but also it's realistically it's only shielding, like, one full-sized humanoid and a gnome right um I'll, just grab like wrap odo up Odo's um, probably just like sitting in front of cora like yeah. the table shielding just cora yeah you've got your back to it sort of yeah horns poking out over the oh. top or something um and the hits the blast and you feel the back of the tape like you hear like immediately like it's you've you have seen fireballs happen because Orin has cast them or you've watched Wyatt cast we, them. And, yeah, we all have those wands now. So yeah, you've all... seen those wands, yeah. But you've never really experienced a fireball firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is like a grenade going off behind you. Uh, there's a loud, like a thump. Um, your ears immediately start ringing as glass kind of shatters forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, fire sort of fills the thing, and you feel the like the table hits you in the back and kind of pushes the both of you sort of forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're rocked for a second. Yeah. Um, and, and you guys probably are starting to scramble, uh, scramble to your feet after like kind of shaking off. Your ears are ringing. Everything's kind of shaking. We're in like full, like camera is now in full Hurt Locker mode <laughs> um, and is following you guys as you kind of get up. Uh, so shaky cam, you guys are moving around. You're pushing yourselves up and kind of crawling. There's broken glass literally everywhere. Um, and as the ringing starts dying down a little bit, like the white noise sort of fades out, uh, what we hear is kind of like crunching glass. As you guys are scram- – I'm assuming you're – where are you going to? I don't – so, mm-hmm. like, 
Cora would want to check on the restaurant staff, but I don't know if that's in our best interest yeah. to do. Well, <laughs> you, um, you would probably know. Like, it's one of those things where if they were there, if you're escaping, home. you can either escape out the front where there's obviously somebody who doesn't like you. Right. Or you can, it, like, the back, there's got to be a back exit to this place. Right, and at least if we go through the back, we can go through the kitchen and mm-hmm. see while we're going through there, like, anyone in here at all? Yeah. So run through the kitchen, because usually the back door of a restaurant is in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, leads out to an alley where the dumpster is or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So you guys are scrambling to your feet. As you look back, you see um, three people. Uh, they're kind of dressed in black. Um, they're ba- like, this is 100%. I'm going to be 100% on my action movie bullshit about this. Because, like, basically walking into, like, walking over the window and, like, through the broken glass and everything are, like, three people. It's hard to determine any sort of gender about them because they're all dressed in, like, head-to-toe, like, black motorcycle leathers with, like, the black motorcycle helmet with the visors down and everything looking like hella there for business. Um, Great. One of them is carrying just a big fuck off sword, uh, which probably looked real cool when they were riding whatever motorcycle with this big fuck off sword on their back. I swear to God, <laughs> Tessa is fucking. Tessa is here to kill you, I guess. <laughs> what a, a plot cool twist. Ass, cool ass fucking mercenary. What a plot twist. Um, and uh, one of them is um, slightly more uh, lithe, like um, like kind of like more svelte, looks a little bit more kind of like wiry. Um, and in their hand, they've got like a crossbow, but it's got kind of like a like a weird thing coming off the top of it with like a crank handle on the side. Uh, it's basically like a repeating crossbow. Um, and the other one has a wand. You're imagining they're probably the one that tried to fuck you up. Um, as you guys are scrambling to the back, you hit the, you hit the, like, swinging door that leads to the kitchen. Um, and you hit the kitchen and, like, no one is in the kitchen. Like, it looks like everyone just left. There's, like, a pot of boiling water on the stove. Um, and all you can hear is, like, crunching glass from the, the dining room and the hiss of boiling water, um... We keep going. Like, keep going? Yeah, okay. I'm not going to stop to turn off this water. Like, they didn't. Yeah, that's so. cool. Um, so as you run through, there's basically kind of like the way I envision it, there's like an open window to the kitchen where the food kind of comes through. It's not big. It's not like a wide window. But there's an you know, there's a window where, you know, shit gets passed from like front to back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you guys are running past that, who the, the person with the crossbow, like – shoulders it up and takes a pop shot at you guys. Okay. So there's your danger is you're going to get fucking shot, yo. Um, uh, so my, we, yeah. my goal would be to uh, duck be- below the window or run past the window fast enough to just not get shot. I mean, that, that, that is inherent in getting away from the danger. So, like, hmm. make your goal. So I can make a, like, I can do more with it. Yeah, yeah. Your goal, don't think about your goal as getting away from the danger because there is a separate danger like, the danger is either going to hit you or not, basically. Then I guess my goal would also be, like, as we're going past the window, to return a fire, shoot an Eldritch Blast through the window. Okay. There you go. There's a goal. Okay. Great. Sick. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead and roll your dice. Uh, oh. 
So one of them definitely fails, and the other one is, is a, a partial. partial success. So which either, one do you want to partially succeed? Which uh, there's a goal and a danger. Yeah, your goal Wait, is returning. If far. I just make the danger fail, that means it doesn't hit me right. What does that no, mean? No. The, if you fail on the danger, that means you get fucking hit. Okay. Um, um, I guess I'll make the danger partially succeed, and the the goal. Fail. Fail. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That that makes sense. So um, you kind of turn to take a shot as like the arrows kind of come. Like you're you're realizing that there's an open space about the time that you're also registering that there's a bolt coming at you, but you've already started casting a spell. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you whip around um, and uh. You whip around and, like, extend your hand to, like, cast the Eldritch Blast and, like, the pink energy sort of coalesces in your hand. And it's about that time you're like, ah, fucking arrow. God damn it. Um, and you turn and it would have hit you pretty much dead center of the chest. Uh-huh. But you turn off, like, you turn sideways to make yourself a smaller target. But it catches you, like, in the shoulder. Okay. Not real deep. It's a pretty glancing blow, but it's a deep, like, it glances off of you in the sense that it didn't catch anything substantial enough to stop it from moving. So I don't have to pull a crossbow bolt out of my shoulder. No, but you do have, like, a (laughs) huge gash kind of across the front of your chest that's bleeding now. Um, But because you had to do that, basically, you missed your Eldritch Blast. So they are still advancing. Like, they, they didn't stop moving the other two just did not stop moving to get this arrow off at you. So, like, they are, they're moving now at you guys. Okay. Um, but you can, you can go ahead and exit the, like, yeah, crash out the back. Yeah. I would rather fight them on the mm-hmm. streets than in a kitchen. So That's we're going to go through the back door. Okay. So, yeah, you guys, like, slam through the back door um, into an alleyway. Uh, it's a pretty close alleyway. Um, there's... Um, a se- kind of like an inset section directly across from the restaurant where you can see that there's like some dumpsters that are piled up or not piled up, but like lined up inside this little inset section. So you can still drive cars down the alleyway basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about this time. Like you, cr- you guys like crash out into the alley. You're bleeding. Uh, what's Cora wearing for this, this, e- like this romantic oh, evening? Yeah. We didn't do that at all. Did yeah. we? Um, well, we're doing it now. Yeah. So, um, I think this was Cora's excited moment to pull out some of her old um, nice clothes. Like, you know, she's been wearing like leggings and button downs and tank tops and stuff. So um, I don't think she brought her chain mail because why the fuck would you? Um, God damn it. So Mm -hmm. um, I think she's got. Which is why you got hit hard with a bolt across your chest. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she's got like her old work pants, like Mm -hmm. nice slacks and then a blouse, um, like a flowy kind of blouse. Okay. ripped on the shoulder now. Yeah, and just blood's kind of pouring. It's getting wet and, like, stuck to you because blood's kind of trickling down the front of you. Yeah. Um, what is Odo wearing? What is <laughs> nice but also a thing that I know Odo, Odo has nice clothes. They have nice clothes, but they, they like, Odo just wearing a suit is not Odo. Right. Um, it's true. They are probably, yeah, I know what they're doing. They are wearing ostensibly like slacks with a blazer, mm-hmm. but like the slacks are like salmon colored. Um, Does this shirt got have a, birds on it? The, yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> Is that the, outfit you wear all the time? No, no, yeah. It's like salmon colored, it's uh, salmon colored uh, like chinos. Um, a shirt that is like, that's white, 
but there's like teal little birds like that are lightly detailed across it. Did why and over wearing them? the well no this is just how it, like um, it's buttoned all the way up and they're wearing like a little bolo tie and then also they have a um, like a, a suit jacket on over that that is uh, also teal like the same teal as the little birds that are on the Aww. shirt. Um, why must be they so look proud. like a hot fucking mess probably. No, oh no, I, the, think, um, I think they look great. Yeah. And so you both, like, stumble out into this alleyway, uh, bleeding, and you can hear, like, crashing from the inside. And also, as you guys hit the alleyway, you see, like, the taillights of some kind of car leaving the alleyway. And it's not hard to put it. It's like, oh, that's probably the restaurant employees. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, you guys are in this alleyway. Um, you can, you know, left, right, you can get exit. You know, there's buildings to the other back. You could... There's lots of options. So, like, there are other buildings with their backs to you that also have doors. There's the, you know, two ends of the alleyway. Um, I I think we want to run towards the end that did not have the car with the restaurant employees leaving from. Okay. Um, I don't trust them anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, so you, um, you guys grab, uh, like, you guys, like, stumble to your feet and start running. Um Odo's like, God damn it, I wish I was wearing better shoes, because they're wearing, like, nice shoes, but, like, not running shoes. Meanwhile, Coral is like, clop, 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 yeah. Like, uh, what shoes, what? <laughs> yo, fuck shoes. I got these metal ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're horseshoes, because hooves. Oh. This is the joke. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, you guys are clopping down the, the alleyway, um, and it, like, you hear the door open behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the, yeah, so also in front of you as you guys are, like, speeding out, like, just full tilt running out of the alleyway, um, a fourth person on a motorcycle pulls up at the end and sort of, like, points their hand out at you guys. So you're gonna take some, like, there are people behind you, there's people in front of you. This and is our situation. It's, it's just like two brick walls on either side of us. No, there are other built. Like you guys are in. It's like um, this is going to be great for the the listeners at home. It's like the alleyways in Market Square where there's backs <laughs> yep. of buildings. Like you know, it's an alleyway where there's a bunch of buildings backed up to one another, and most of these buildings have doors that open to the alleyway, much like the restaurant you came out of. Right, but they're probably locked. But I suppose we could try. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess the danger is that I'm getting shot at again. Yeah, you're gonna take something's gonna happen to you. Like, so, like you're gonna get shot with something, or hit with some sort of spell, or some such thing is gonna happen. Um, so what are you? So you have multiple options here. Uh-huh. Like you, you can just plow through this person on the motorcycle you can you know you've got doors all around you what are we gonna do actually i kind of how are we close enough that like my goal could be to like ram into the person on the motorcycle and like knock them off of it with the intention to then take it yeah yeah i'm gonna I'm, i'm gonna turn the Knocking the person off the motorcycle and then taking the motorcycle is two separate things. Okay. Because that feels like a whole lot to do with just one roll. Right. But yeah, that's definitely a thing. Okay. Yeah, go okay. for it. Please. Uh, two partials. Okay. So both. both yeah, they're yeah. both fours. Okay. So yeah. So... Okay. So what you do is, um, you, yeah, how, how are you knocking this person off this motorcycle? 
Yeah, oh, let's do it that way. I'm yeah. just ramming into him. Uh, With hmm. how? My body? Well, okay, how big are they compared to me? Because if they're a Goliath, I'm not doing no, that. No, they look like a <laughs> like a pretty average-sized humanoid person. They're also like all black everything motorcycle helmet. See, I want to say Eldritch Blast, but my Eldritch Blast doesn't do push damage, so it wouldn't actually like do anything. That would hurt them, but it wouldn't knock them off. But you could follow that up. Yeah. You know? Well, I guess I could do like Eldritch Blast and then like shove. Like mm-hmm. once they're hurt, try to ram into them. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is you. Um. So what happens is uh, you guys are running, right? You're running. You cast the Eldritch Blast. Um. You hit them square, but they don't really fall over. And then you're like, rah! And, like, you kind of, like, shoulder tackle them. But, like, that's not, like, a thing Cora does that great. <laughs> no. And also, like, this person didn't put the kickstand down on their motorcycle. So you do shoulder tackle them, but you don't get them off the motorcycle. The motorcycle just falls over kind of on top of them. And then you're also on top of a motorcycle. Um, and you guys are just kind of in uh, a pile. Um, and... uh so in avoiding the danger, uh, the per, like you hear like kind of like you can kind of for like a split second, you sort of realize like, oh, it kind of smells like it's going to rain. Um, and then you're like, oh, wait, I know what this is. Jesus fucking Christ. You're about like. And so um, Odo grabs you guys um, and pulls you over. Like, and pulls you off, and so you avoid a lightning bolt from the wizard from behind you, um, and you avoid it, but it hits kind of, like, it hits the motorcycle, which is now, like, sputtering and weird. Like, mm-hmm. it's still rideable, but you might have to do some, like, you're gonna have to do some shit now, uh-huh. as opposed to just get on a motorcycle and drive. Okay. Which I am under the impression you've never driven one before. No, Cora's only driven the van. Mm-hmm. Uh... So, so we might just be abandoning that. At least we fucked up their motorcycle. Like, <laughs> at least now they also have to do something to it. I mean, that's fair, but you're also in a heap on the ground. Yeah. Running. So what are we going to do now? You, uh, can get the, you can get this motorcycle. You're still basically going to be on foot being chased by people who probably also have vehicles here somewhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know that taking the motorcycle is in my best advan- uh, uh, yeah, interest anymore. Okay. Um, but, like, so uh, once we, like, get off the ground and out of the pile, mm-hmm. are we back on the main street? Yeah, you guys are basically on a main street. It's kind of like a little side street. It's not like the main thoroughfare, which is what the restaurant faced. But, like, it's a street. There are, there are some kind of – there are cars that are kind of, like – occasionally there's a car that's driving past and, like, driving slow. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. And – What's that face? That was, you said and, and I went, ah, uh, <laughs> well, that's what I thought. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, and you get on to me about singing songs. <laughs> so there are other shops. Yeah. You could drive, you could run across the street into a store. There are actually some people, you can see across the street, there's, um, 
there's like three little shops across the street. There's one like kind of directly across from you and then two on the periphery of that one. Uh-huh. Um, and they've all got that kind of similar setup where like there's like the one that's directly across from you kind of has like a window, like a door right in the middle with two bay windows on the sides. And one has like a long window and a door, and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, the one that's directly across from you guys looks like uh, it looks like sort of like a weird uh, folk art gallery. So mm-hmm. like you've been there before. You guys, you guys have like walked to this general area before, especially when you've been eating at this sim- restaurant previously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's full of like like horseshoes and scrap metal welded together to be a turtle and shit like that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would like um, a weapon. That'd be good. Um, <laughs> I will throw this welded turtle at you. Yeah. Um, I imagine Odo brought their daggers. They probably have, yeah, they yeah. probably have a knife on them. <laughs> yeah. They probably just pocketed the fork. Like, that's I'm just going to stab some motherfucker with a fork. Um, that's, that's my brand. So I think one of Cora's spells is that she can cast suggestion up a level to, like, influence multiple targets. Right. Or command? Can I can I command them to stop? Are they within range of that? I mean, they're still approaching you, and they're definitely gonna pop. They're, they're gonna try and hurt you, probably before you get a chance to like write yourself and being able to like command them all as a, like a, a go. But it's a possibility. Okay, so maybe it's a better like reaction to danger than like off or yeah, offense. Um, okay, sure, we can start running towards the. Heavy metal object store. Heavy metal <laughs> object store. So yeah, you guys get across the street. Um, the person who was under the motorcycle and kind of like got hit by your eldritch blast and is like not having a good time. Like, oh, we definitely themselves. just step on that dude to get yeah. out of the pile. Yeah. <laughs> like um, on the motorcycle, on top of that dude, step yeah. on them all. Um, so like you, you guys can kind of glance behind you as like the three come running out of the alleyway. This person like drags themselves, like gets their bike up and gets out from under it or whatever. And they're, like, helping whoever they are up as you guys, like, slam through the front door. And it's, it's, it's like, 7 o'clock. It's not, like, late. Like, right? It's not, like, a late evening or anything. You guys, like, had dinner. Uh, it was probably, like, 6 o'clock. It's now, like, 7.30-ish because, you know, you guys took a long time to eat and you were just chilling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you guys, like, slam into this, like, shop that's probably going to be closing up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like... You hit you hit the door hard, um, like you turn the door doorknob. You guys are like you just don't slow down as you come through the door. So like the the little bell that's above the door sounds like you guys almost knocked it off. Whatever is on there, it hits the wall hard enough to just like leave the whole doorknob indentation in the drywall. Um, and there, like behind the counter, is a um, is like a dwarven lady. Uh, she has kind of like, uh, she has like kind of like a sick fade. Um, she's got sort of like, she's got like darker skin. She's kind of like a, like, she's like an African-American lady dwarf person. Um, and her eyes are just like wide as fuck. Like, uh, hello? Hi, we're being chased. Do I need to? I'm calling the cops. Good, do that. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Odo is like, no, 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 don't call the cops. Why the fuck not? Fucking criminals. Yeah, but so were they. We don't even know who they are. They could be the cops. There, don't do that, ma'am. The, like you turn back to the lady who's just like eyes as white as plates. Like, 
I'm what, and you can see her hand like moving behind underneath the counter. She's definitely calling the cops. Can can I use my actions as Odo's too? Like, do I control both characters? I mean, yeah, give me a suggestion of what Odo's doing. Well, or, Odo yeah, is yeah. more likely to do this in Korra. Yes. Yeah. Or Odo is fast. Uh, but can Odo like reach over and grab the phone from her? <laughs> Odo's fast, but they're also short and they uh, have to reach over a counter. Oh, Korra can put um, her hands out like whoosh. You have that. Listen, you were wanted, You were looking for a reason to use suggestion. That's fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's something I can yeah. do. So, yeah, um, let's go ahead and do this. So I think the danger is pretty clear uh, here is that, like, it, like, um, like, either the people from the, the street are going to attack you guys or this will fail and she's going to call the cops, which will escalate the situation, maybe. Um, what is the goal? The goal is to get her to stop. Stop calling the cops, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was like, there's two dangers, but my goals would be different for each danger. So my goal for her calling the mm-hmm. cops... You can actually only set one goal, but we can have multiple dangers if you want to roll multiple dice. Rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, I, fight John Harper. I didn't make the rules. I will. I will. And I'll win. Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. If we played like tic-tac-toe. So, um, fine. I'll deal with the immediate problem um, mm-hmm. and suggest that she... Stops that, and oh, I only get to make one, like, demand in my suggestion, right? So, Well, don't you have access to command now? I, I've always had command. Is I think it? there's a third level one that I don't remember the name of. Okay, fair enough. Um, but basically, if I can do more than one thing, I would suggest that she stop and I guess just leave. Like... <laughs> She's not going to help us. You could just be like, just leave. And I think that would stop her from calling the cops. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Just Yeah, so you tell her to leave. It'll at um, least get her out of danger. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Odo's looking for the sharpest. Yep. Odo picks up a saw blade, like a circular saw blade that's had like a a, like a, a, a pastoral landscape painted on it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the, like, we need something sharp and pointy from the store, but we also don't need to like get the store lady killed. So that's fair. she can leave. Odo can pickpocket the store. Oh, I was going to throw a saw blade at somebody. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Okay. Cora will also throw a saw blade at someone. <laughs> Probably not as good as Odo, but <laughs> they're both successes. A five and oh, a six. Shit. Okay, sick. So yeah, you, um... So here's what happens. Um, you're like, hey, leave. And her eyes glaze over and she like just drops the phone on the ground and like turns and walks out the back of the. And no one's like talking on the phone or anything, right? She hadn't completely. No, no, the call. you just hear dial tone. Okay. Um, and no, yeah, because you succeeded. So yeah. Okay. Um, I would say in a partial success, she leaves, but the cops got called or something like that, right? Okay. Um, but so she, her eyes glass over. She just like turns like a robot, walks out the back of her shop. Um, Unfortunately, like your back is to the like your back is to the the front of the shop because you were commanding this lady, mm-hmm. and you hear that bell that you guys almost knocked off ding, um, and you turn around about the time to see like the person with the crossbow like push through and aim at you, and also you see them about the same time of like a pastorally painted saw blade just bury in their chest. Like, um, as Odo just, like, heaved a fucking circular saw blade into this person. And they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you you can't tell any sort of expression because they're wearing a motorcycle helmet that's, like, glass. Yeah. But you definitely get the body language. You're like, oh, shit, a saw blade's in my chest. You know, that universal symbol of a saw blade in my chest. Right, yeah. Everyone knows um, it very well. Yeah. And so, like, they stumble backwards. And what this does is it's, this is creating an opportunity for you guys. What do you want to do here? 
I want to try and so all three of them are in there. Four of them are like he like the, the big sword dude, the crossbow big dude, sword dude, or big dude. sword person, crossbow person, right? Um, a uh, wizard person and other probably wizard person because they just had their hand extended out at you. Okay. Um. um if I hit someone mm-hmm. with an Eldric blast hard enough in the head, will the helmet come off? Like maybe. I mean, it's a concussive force. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have like like Seshmir's like push pulley powers. No, um, but it's <laughs> something. Yeah. Like maybe see who's under there, or like maybe try to shatter. I don't. Is it like the full faces glass, or just where the eyes are? Because just shattering. Yeah, it's like it's just the it's like a like a motorcycle helmet thing. So if I shattered the front face of it, maybe I could get a look at who it is, too. Yeah, you'd see, like, this much of their face. Would that tell me anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. You don't know. I want to try to push the helmet off their head. Okay, do so. <laughs> um, do I roll two? I always roll two, right? Yeah, yeah. There's always a danger. So, like, your goal is to get the motorcycle helmet off whoever's... I guess it's still crossbow person because they're stumbling out the door, right? I get. I don't know. I was mm-hmm. going to aim for the big sword person if that oh. was an option. Yeah, I, you can see them out the window. You just have to break this poor shopkeep's window. Oh, I don't want anything to slow the bolt down. Um, it's not. Oh, okay. I'm not saying it will. Uh, I mean, maybe on a... Partial. Yeah, or like a failure or something like that. It but if it, it succeeds, yeah. it succeeds. It succeeds, yeah. It succeeds. It succeeds. When it succeeds, it succeeds. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you can see the rest of them. Hell, you can probably see, like, the wizards lining up to just fire at you through the fucking window, too. That works. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to get the big sword person's motorcycle helmet off. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go for it. And obviously the danger is mm-hmm. being hit again, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there's a failure and a... Success. A success. So it's six and a one. It's beautiful. How much damage am I allowed to take before things are very bad? Also, how much damage do I take from a failure versus like a partial success? Um, I don't know. Great. Um, Because I don't want to be like, I take the damage and knock the helmet off and then be like, good, Cora dies just as she sees who this is. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I don't plan to kill you, but it will definitely complicate things. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I really want to do it. Um, mm, I guess I'll fail on the the goal. Okay, if you want to, you I can fail on the damage. I do or the danger. I feel like it's I a should. danger. It's not. It's danger. It's not really damage. Let's let's call it that. Like, because remember, like they're going to sh- be shooting at you, but that doesn't necessarily mean they hit you. It just complicates the situation. I'll take a com. All right, you know what? I'll yeah. take a complication. I want to fail on the danger and succeed on the goal. Okay. So, yeah, um, what you do is, like, you – so it's basically a quick draw thing, right? You get your hand up and you fire off your Eldritch Blast uh, before the two obvious wizards are about to cast something, right? Mm-hmm. So this, you know, pink bolt of energy with, like, a black core shatters through the glass in the front of the window, hits sword person, like, square in the fucking head. It doesn't, like, shatter the glass on their helmet. They like, hits them hard enough that, like, the hel- full helmet comes off. Mm-hmm. Um and what it like, and what you recognize is that they are like um they're a tall, like they're a tall person. They are not necessarily like they're half orc. Let's say they're half orc. That's a big race. Okay. Um, 
like it's a half orc lady, uh, like a high and tight ponytail. And you also recognize her. You can't recall her name at this moment because your entire head feels like it's like pounding from adrenaline and a heartbeat. Um, but you definitely recognize this person as somebody you guys have used as muscle before on like sans missions recently. Okay. Um, and you're like, what the fuck? Uh, unfortunately you shattered the glass in the, in the thing, which doesn't, which basically doesn't means that like the, the fireball, the two fireballs that the two wizards cast, just they enter that building. They're just like, oh yeah, we're coming in. Uh, (laughs) And so like they hit directly in front of you and Odo and it is like, uh, it is a full on like Tarantino-esque explosion where you guys are just like thrown backwards like you hit like the both of you just like slam into the back of the the like the shop like you go over the counter um you clip the counter kind of turn a little bit like you hit like full on at the back of the wall you both like kind of crumple back there um as you're just you're rocked as fuck and you're in the basically you're like in a heap on the floor here okay. um as these people are like they're probably going to one you've gotten one of them solidly incapacitated with a saw blade in their chest Right, that was, was mm-hmm. that the crossbow one? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, well, darn, that was going to be the next one I targeted yeah. at learning the identity of. Yeah, so um, Odo is on their feet before you, um, just because they're, uh, they, you kind of like, because you kind of clipped the counter, like you ba- you hit more of your head on the wall. Like, um, Odo's just more spry, easier to dodge <laughs> damage than you. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh... Odo is kind of like tapping you on the face and they're like, are you okay? Come on, come on, get with me. Like, (laughs) do you recognize that person? It doesn't matter right now. They're trying to kill us. We need to go. That was a longer answer than just saying yes or no, but all right. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Also, yes, but it doesn't matter right now. Um, Yeah, we need to leave. Can Cora get up? Yeah, yeah, you guys can get up. Um... So the building's on fire. <laughs> um, I'm fine. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> I'm, it's fair, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, yeah, because what you really took damage from was, like, the concussive blast of a fireball, not yeah. really, like, you know, a grenade went off in front of you, basically. Yeah, like, Cora can't swim in fire and be fine, but she can, like, stand next to it. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the building's, the front half of the building's on fire. You guys have basically destroyed this small folk art shop. Um, and you need to, like, you guys scramble out, and I'm going to say, like, they were expecting to, like, do another, like, kind of shattering thing. And so, like, they're like, ah, oh, fuck, we've set the building on fire. Now we can't go through. Like, they've ostensibly kind of stopped themselves real quick. Right. Um, so you guys are able to scramble out of the, um, scramble out of the building, out the back door where mm-hmm. you ordered the lady to, who's just standing in the back alleyway now, kind of, like, looking around, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, uh, nope, I need you to shut up. Um... <laughs> So we have kind of like a little bit of a head. Yeah, you guys have a little bit of a head start. And to maybe lose them slightly. Yeah. Um, and also, like, when you hit the back, because basically you guys have entered into another alleyway. Mm-hmm. What you see sort of, like, parked kind of tucked in beside this shop, between, like, this shop and the next shop, basically, is, like, a small subcompact that you can probably 
determine oh. is like this lady's car. I'm going to steal that lady's car. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm just going to shove past her, like, yeah. say, sorry, and go take her car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I feel like Cora just, like, full-on elbows, like, through the car. She's like, it's unlocked, no. And you just bust the window out. Um, <laughs> Look at uh, panicking. Yeah. You guys get into the car. Uh, Odo is, like, laying down across your lap underneath it, like, hot-wiring this magical car. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys are, like, you, like it's, like, touching wires. Sparks are going, and you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And, um... So the uh, the engine revs uh, basically at, at the the same point that like you see one of the people kind of like come around the the people chasing you like coming around the corner on foot on foot like they're at the end like basically you're gonna have to drive. I want to ram them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> sick. Um, uh, can this be non-lethal? <laughs> no. No, I can't. You hit them with a car. Look, you may not do enough damage to kill them. That's fine. Cora is Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. Cora just severely injures people and yeah. leaves them to regret the rest of their life. Yeah, so let's go ahead and do this. <laughs> so the danger is they're going to hit me. Yeah. The um, goal, goal is, is that the... I hit them with a car instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one partial and one success. So a four and a five. Okay. Um, I would like to successfully avoid the danger and to partially successfully fulfill my goal. Okay. Um, so what you do is, yeah. Okay. So what happens is like you rev the engine and you just like, you're like, you slam it down into drive and hit the gas pedal and you, you just like peel out. Um, this person, like they sit bolt up and like, Oh fuck, I'm about to get hit by a car. Um, and it's crossbow person. You can like you notice now they've still got like a a very well painted uh, saw blade like partially embedded in their chest. But they're still moving around. Yeah, and they pull up the crossbow bolt. Uh, it goes like straight through the windshield, but you dodge it basically. Uh, but what does that kind of kind of cause you to swerve a bit? Uh-huh. So you hit the side of the alleyway as opposed to coming out straight out. So you scrape up the side of this person's car. Um, oh man! Yeah. Uh, I'll and steal you, her another one. You clip, you clip the person, like you hit them in the leg, mm-hmm. and they kind of go spinning out. But like they're probably getting back, like they got up from a saw blade to the chest. Yeah. They're probably getting back up from whatever that happened. Um, but you do get out onto the road. The thing is, like, you partially avoided the danger, but you didn't accomplish your goal. So I'm gonna say, like, as you kind of peel out, um. I, I fully avoided the danger. Yeah, you fully da- avoided the danger. Yeah, you I, fully avoided the danger. So yeah, you guys are in a car. Huff, huff, huff. You've got a moment, like, you are currently at a moment of, of peace to, like, like, you're both, like, after a few minutes, you're like, <sighs> so yeah, you guys are driving in, like, um like a subcompact two-door coupe sort of dealio. I think... They're Sands members, so, I mean, they know one where One of them. Well, one of them well, was a... Was a former... Yeah, wasn't a Sands member, but somebody you used for... So... Yeah. They probably know where to find us already. Mm-hmm. So, like, my instinct is to just start heading back towards home. Like, I'm sure I can't accomplish that in one move, but, like... Yeah. Begin heading that way. Right. The, so here's the thing. Is there's a, a checkpoint. Se- like, oh, yeah. remember, there's a checkpoint across the bridges because you like home is ostensibly blocked off. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can still get through it. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying, like I'm giving you the context so that like I'm just reminding you of that. It's not as easy as just driving home. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose we could. I don't know that there's any use in visiting the old apartment. Like I don't mm-hmm. think we have anything there that could help us. I don't know. Maybe you do. You tell me. Uh, would we? I mean, I assume we took everything that is very useful because it'd be yeah. stupid to leave that behind. But maybe in like the um, the wreckage, mm-hmm. uh, something got left behind. But what? Like even yeah, sure. I mean, you can just like you can even just be like fighting them on ground that you know. Yeah, even yeah. if it's just like maybe like one of Cora's old leather shirts is there or something mm-hmm. like something to give her some armor. And right, right. Maybe like Odo has one too. Okay. Like at least some more armor. I doubt they would have left like a super like important thing behind Mm -hmm. that's fine okay so yeah you guys are you guys are driving um you're finally starting like you're not necessarily relaxing per se but you're calming down because there's no clear and present danger at this exact moment Mm -hmm. like they found you before they can maybe find you again sort of situation so you're like we're also driving a car which is easier to find than just two people existing yeah exactly um so like you're zipping through the city streets you guys are relaxed, like, you're not relaxing, but you're calming down mm-hmm. and everything. And Odo is, like, kind of doting over you a little bit because you've been hurt really bad. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. If they yeah. could, like, maybe put something yeah. on the bleeding shoulder. Yeah. So, like, they, they're, um, yeah, I guess they, they finally peel off this, like, teal suit jacket that they have. And, like, they're pressing it real hard to your shoulder to try and, like, Aww. stop the bleeding. Corey me like, oh, yeah. no, I really like that jacket on you. <laughs> it's, it's fine. We'll just put some... <laughs> fantasy peroxide on it's fine are you okay yeah the we knew that guy yeah girl wait what it was a female yeah it's a fe- half work lady yeah okay yeah we knew that lady mm-hmm. yeah i uh i mean it's not like we had like a really warm relationship with her i just don't know what like what she was um and what was her name? It was, uh, it was Idra. Right. Okay. Idra. And. Also, who <laughs> takes a saw blade to the chest and still. Yeah. They should have gone down. <laughs> uh, I thought that was solid. I thought we had just gotten rid of that person. <laughs> then you hit them with a car. That's true. Like yeah. a little bit, but still a little bit, a lot, like getting a little bit hit with by a car is a lot. It's still more than getting not hit by, by a, car. a car. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this isn't how I wanted this night to go at all. I'm sorry. And they're they're basically like standing up in the passenger seat to be able to like press oh, this thing to your thing. That's so dangerous. Like and like they lean over and like give you a kiss on the cheek. They're like, I'm sorry. Like basically everything we do ends up turning into garbage. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I just had a very different idea about how this night was gonna go. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Cora, like, pats her pocket to make sure the ring is yeah, still there. Yeah, ring's like, still there. Thank God. Um, it's like, what were you going to, like, you had some serious shit you were going to say back at the restaurant. Yeah, I mean, I guess where we left off is that I was, um, I was relaying the idea that we don't have to wait until the ideal perfect future that we don't know if we're going to see to start planning like we'll see it. That's fair. 
be nice to plan to at least plan to get through tonight, but I, I get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. We're, we've moved from like, let's think about the future to like, let's survive tonight. Right. And so like you pat like you pat your like you pat your pocket and like the ring is still there and everything. And you guys have like a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um Well, I did have something I wanted to ask you. This isn't how I wanted to ask you, but I could still ask. Yeah, you can anything, sweetheart. <laughs> like, is there like applying pressure to your wounds? Um, <laughs> this, you know what, this yeah. feels like a more yeah. uh, realistic way that it would happen, mm-hmm. huh? Um, so Cora like kind of puts her hand into her pocket and <laughs> like, God damn it, I'm gonna do this with a ring. <laughs> yeah, like tries to get it so out. So is it like in the box or is it like just the ring in your pocket now? It's in the box. Okay, so yeah, you've got your like hand clamped around the box. You kind of like pull it. Like you're still trying to like kind of play it play it cool like getting it out and everything you don't want to give it away like even if i'm driving a vehicle while bleeding i'm going to use a ring yeah and so like you're glancing over at odo who's like now sort of like face-to-face height with you and everything um and like as you're kind of about to be like as you're about to like pop the question everything like butterflies are built like a whole different set of butterflies are building up more a new level of adrenaline dump is hitting you um, even though you were more or less exhausted from the last one, um, you see Odo like smiling and then their eyes get real wide as you guys are passing through an intersection. Um, and they grab the steering, like they reach down and grab the steering wheel and pull it hard. Uh-huh. Um, about the time you sort of feel an impact on the driver's side. Uh, so, uh, go ahead. So you guys are going to get hit by a truck. <laughs> yeah, I can guess that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if this is the same people or if this is just yeah. Cora, Cora recklessly driving and trying to propose at the same time. <laughs> You're about to figure that out. So uh, what is your what is your goal here? So you have your engagement ring in a hand. You're getting hit by a truck. Odo has pulled the steering wheel, but they jerked it just hard to the side. So you guys have tipped over up, up onto two tires. So like, you're probably going to flip the car on the side, whether you avoid this truck or not. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So obviously the overarching goal is to avoid the truck. And by mm-hmm. doing that, um, I would like to do that by, um, well, like we haven't avoided the truck. We've already hit the truck, right? The truck's hitting you. Yeah. yeah. So avoid, I guess getting, you're further. mitigating damage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cora's more okay, so I think she wants to like grab Odo, who is yeah, who's not like seat just standing. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Cora can hang on her seatbelt in the air for a second while they're tipped over, but like Odo's gonna slam into the ground. Right. So Cora would like to grab Odo and like put them in her lap okay. to brace for the impact. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, a failure and a partial success. So the partial success is the goal where Cora like grabs Odo. Um, okay, I feel yeah. like that's going to have to be like, so yeah. So you guys get full on hit by a truck. Yeah. I don't um, feel like I can make the goal yeah. fail. <laughs> so you glance over about the time, like the headlights are kind of in and that you feel the impact. Um, th- from that point forward is just like flashes of movements. Uh-huh. Um, and so like you grab, like you've scooped Odo up into like one arm and you're like desperately clutching onto them as the car is rolling through the center, like, through the street, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it is all, like, 
the sounds of crunching metal and scraping on asphalt and and bra- glass breaking and everything like that. I've ruined this yeah. lady's day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it gets worse um, because you do succeed on getting a hold of Odo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because it was a partial success, you don't succeed on holding on to the engagement ring. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, like, in slow motion, you can see, like, the, like... As the car is tumbling sideways, it's like the ring is fixed in space as it, like, is perpetually sort of falling through this rotating car as the cover floats there. You kind of watch it float there, this ring box hit, and then, like, slow motion, and then, like, all the speed comes back, and you guys, like, slam. Uh, Like, the car slams. Uh, You're hanging, like, you're, you don't know exactly how long you're knocked out for. But you're definitely, like, knocked out for a second or dazed hard enough that you don't remember. Like, you're completely discombobulated because you were in a subcompact and you got hit by a big fucking truck. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, the car scrapes along. Uh, You you can tell that you're – initially you're really confused because, like – it feels like somebody's choking. Like you're initially, you kind of like startle awake because it feels like somebody's choke, like reaching in, choking you, mm-hmm. and they're not actually. Uh, it's just like you're hanging upside down, and the seatbelt is pressing against your throat. Uh-huh. So you're you're scrambling to like find the things, and you like you finally find the clasp for the seatbelt, um, and you kind of like drop down into the top of the car. You're hurt really bad. It hurts to breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like you've probably broken a rib or something. Like, mm-hmm. you, and, like, as you're, like, you reach up and you kind of, like, try to push out the car. Because, like, the the w- driver's side windshield is, like, gone. and But you're also too confused to kind of figure out what's going on. So you're trying to open the driver's side door, which is just, like, not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, through... The so like you're kind of like laying there on the ground, um, and kind of like through the open window, you feel like a hand just kind of reach in and grab you by like one of your horns, mm-hmm. um, and just starts pull like pulls you out of the car through like the broken window, so you get cut up, um, and is the is the big half work lady, <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> And so, like, as you're, like, it, like she is holding you up in the air by, like, a horn. Oh, <laughs> um, sounds painful Yeah, it's not well. great. Um, you've <laughs> got a lot of problems going on right this second. Yeah. Um, and so you are, like, it's hard to breathe. You're pretty sure, like, you, you're realizing now, like, because you kind of, like, go to punch at her, but, you're, like, your arm's just not really going. You're like, oh, it's occurring to you, like, oh, I've probably dislocated my shoulder, uh, in this mess. <laughs> um, and she is got you up. Um, and you notice now that like you're looking at her, um, there is a, um, there's like a, like she's got like, not like a teardrop tattoo necessarily, but it's like kind of like just under the eye sort of tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you weren't, the audience knows what's happening. You're just too discombobulated to really put the pieces together. But it's definitely like an like an ash to ash like gang symbol like tattooed on her right. on her like cheek um, as she like pulls down the sword. Um, and so you're gonna get stabbed in the middle of the street. Yeah. As like you like kind of looking on. There's like the two other people on motorcycles flanking the the truck. Um, the truck is still sort of like 
puttering and running there. Your car is just fucked. Um, so yeah, you're going to get stabbed in the middle of the street. What would you like to do? I would like to avoid that by... Mm -hmm. How do you avoid it? Suggesting that she (laughs) puts me down. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, drop drop Uh, it and back away. Yeah. Yeah. Drop me. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I got this. Okay. (laughs) Core cast friends. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what if we just were friends instead? <laughs> uh, one failure and one partial, a two and a three. Okay. How much more damage could Cora take? That's a good question. She's going to suc- or partially succeed on avoiding the damage, but the, she's going to... The gonna danger. F- the danger, yeah. but she's going to fail Fail at the suggestion. suggestion. Which makes sense. Those things sort of cascade into one another. Yeah. So you're like... Slurry, because uh, you she got a head injury. You're like, just put me down. Like you do, like Jedi hand wave this person, and they're like, what? <laughs> like they're they're like, it's nothing personal. I'm sorry, and um, it's a partial success. So I'm not gonna have you get stabbed. Um, good. <laughs> how attached to you are? How attached are you to all of your horns? pretty attached like not not both of them yeah Yeah. they they gotta be even like she wants to cut the ends off that's better than (laughs) cutting one whole horn off no uh well what she's gonna okay so here it's not you're not gonna lose a whole horn because she's like not got you gripped by the base she's got you gripped by kind of like back toward the tip Uh which is worse because now you're like because she didn't Think about your comfort while pulling you the fuck out of this car, right? Just grab the first part of you that she could see, which was your horn. If it's not an entire horn. Yeah. It's not an entire horn. It's like the last quarter of it. I can chisel the other one down to match it later. Okay, cool. Um, And so she brings like a fist like square into your face and it snaps your horn off at the back. Great. As you like hit the ground. I imagine that probably hurt. Yeah, it's not good. It's not a good time. I imagine, I don't, I've never had horns, and I so I don't know why it's breaking off, but I've definitely, like, broken a toenail off, and that sucked, so it's, like, the same, I right, imagine. Right, it's not, like, the same as, like, breaking your arm, but it's, right. it's still a part of you yeah. that used to be attached. Right, and also there's less a lot of force into the back of your head where it mm-hmm. hooks in. It's probably a bad time. For a second, it probably feels like the entire thing ribs out. Yeah, like. exactly, yeah. Um, and so it's cracked off, and, like, you just hit the ground... Like, your nose is bleeding out. Um, And, like, she comes, like, the other people are sort of moving, like, they've kickstanded their bike. You're realizing now there's probably only three of them now. Um, Because there's only two bikes. But the saw blade is still there? You don't see saw blade. Okay. Yeah. Um, But there's only the two bikes. They're kicks. You can kind of vaguely make out through, like, your swelling eye. (laughs) Um, and the amount of pain that you're in that, uh, the, um, like there's only three of them right now. And so this part, like this lady, she like pulls up her sword. She's like, I'm sorry, Cora, this is just the mission. Uh, and as she's about to come bring it down, uh, like you close your eyes instinctively, right? Like you're like, oh, fuck. Like, like well, there's I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Today I die, I guess. Um, 
and you get like you wait for a second and you wait for the hit like you wait for the other shoe to drop and it feels like an eternity and then you're like wait wait this is taking too long <laughs> like I I've, gotten, dead. I've gotten stabbed before this takes way less time than this um there's that one time i got stabbed real good <laughs> like a whole lot and it was way quicker neck. than this yeah yeah but like you know it happened pretty rapidly um <laughs> and you look up and that like they like um uh idra's eyes are just like wide and her mouth is like hanging open as like odo is like got her by the top of the head and pulled over and there's like a dinner fork shoved into her neck Odo pocketed pocketed a fork when they were when you guys were running away. That makes sense. Yeah, they didn't have any other weapons. <laughs> they don't have the switch blades on them. Today on weapons we've used yeah. a painted a saw, saw blade. blade. Had a fork. Um, yeah, and so like Odo's got their uh, like pulled to the side, like and a, like a um, a uh, fork in their neck, uh, and jerks her head really hard to the side to like pull her to the side Mm -hmm. um as she like drops to her knees and like odo pulls you up and like pulls you behind her because she's real big um we have a shield now exactly (laughs) as like literally like you hear like a really awful noise of like something hitting a body on the other side of you um and Odo's got you, like, pulled in close as this is happening. And we're kind of, like, we enter movie time as, like, this moment sort of stretches out way longer than it should be. Mm-hmm. As, like, Odo's, like, huffing, like, uh, like they're, they've got a cut across their forehead. They're bleeding, right? But they seem fine for the most part by comparison to you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Odo's, like, I'm going to make an opening. You need to go. I'm not going to stand here and watch them fucking kill you. Yeah, so I'm going to run away so they can do that. No, I'm going to make an opening for you. You're going to run. And you're going to come in that opening behind me. I'm going to try. We need, listen, either we both die in the fucking street, which I don't want to happen, or you can get away because I can probably buy some time. Swear to God, if you kill them, hmm? I swear to God, if you kill them, I'll push you out of a moving vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. D- do we have a second? Like, can Cora heal herself a little bit? Like, you're under pressure right this second. So there's not time. Okay. Well, you could. <laughs> it wouldn't be smart. This would be like another. Like, it would be a role to get it off. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, can I can I try to heal myself first? Yeah, yeah. What do you say to Odo's thing like, hey, I'm just going to sacrifice myself so we both don't die in the street? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to do that. And um, let, me, let me heal myself real fast. Let me get some strength back, and I can help. Okay. I can help you. Okay. Okay. So one for danger, one yeah. for... That's Brian saying, okay, it's not Odo. Odo's like, no, just fucking run. Like, yeah. So yeah, the danger <laughs> is like, you. I mean, uh, the danger is pretty apparent, right? Right. Goal is heal yourself. <laughs> right. I'm, okay. I'm taking on the potential danger to hopefully, like, heal myself some. Yeah, yeah. One partial and one full success. Okay. So... 
if I partially the danger, I take more. I'm going to partial the danger and succeed on the goal. Okay. Yeah, the goal is to heal myself. I'd rather succeed on that Mm -hmm. at this point in time. Okay. So what happens here is that you, you're like, no, fuck that. Um, And you like pull like you dig the holy symbol of Ayun out from like under your your like now blood soaked blouse uh-huh. and you're like fuck that noise and like the kind of like light blue energy and like the little like symbol of Ayun kind of appears on your forehead as like you like slam your hand into yourself and like this kind of like that light blue pulse of energy the sort of Ayun's innate abilities you know um kind of pulses through you and we see like you're like face become less puffy or your nose straighten out. Do I get my um, arm back? Huh? Do I get my arm back? Like, yeah, you can like, can it's still, it's still, you can like, um, I'm assuming at this point, Cora dumps like, just like whatever the highest level healing spell I have available. I am doing this now to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, we see you kind of like, like your heel, your cuts heal, your nose straightens out, and we hear this kind of like we see your arms sort of like pop back up and like make a noise as it like goes back in. Yeah, um, it's still sore as shit. I mean, but it you can of, move sure it, it now. Sucks yeah, too. huh? I'm sure it still sucks too. Yeah, yeah, you're still achy, but like you know, you're like, all right, time to fucking fight. <laughs> um, and uh, like, uh, so the. Like, as as you guys are doing that, um, the, like, you are like, all right, I'm ready to fucking rumble, um, as, like, these kind of, like, dull white, uh, orbs of energy sort of, like, snake around this obviously dead person that you guys are hiding behind. Yeah. And, like, because you guys are also kind of, like, you've pulled back into the car. You're using it as cover and everything. Um, as these, like, dull white orbs kind of, like, snake around they don't like take a direct path and just like three of them just like pepper through the side of Odo. Have I seen that before? Yeah, it's magic missile. Oh, magic okay. missile doesn't miss. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Odo only had three That's quarters covered. That's a cover. partial success. Jeez. Hmm? That's a partial success. It's only magic missile. It's only 1d4 damage per little doodad. <laughs> um, so like Odo gets hit real hard and they're like, oh God. Um, and the, so you... Like, Odo's clutching their ribs mm-hmm. um, in their legs, sort of, and because they've gotten peppered up. And you guys are in a bad, like, you need to create some distance, right? Yeah. So here's your situation. You're in basically, you're in the car that's being pushed off to the side of the road, right? Mm-hmm. You're in, like, a not-great part of town. Um, there's no one on the streets. Uh They've probably, even with no one on the streets, they probably have a finite amount of time to take care of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because a car, like a truck hit a car in the middle of the street and now people are attacking that car. Yeah. Um, So, like, the cops are coming. Somebody's called the cops, probably. Right. Um, Like, people... Somebody's seen this. Someone still lives here, even though it's run down. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys are kind of in more of a, like, it's kind of like a mix of residential and business. Yeah. Uh, And so the car is, like, pressed up against a lamp post on the corner of the street. You guys have, like, huddled back sort of into the car, wedged this, like, person's body to kind of, like, keep them from coming in. Um... And behind you is some sort of building. 
Um, it's got a door on it and windows with bars. Um, yeah, yeah. But we- in front of you is still those people. So what I would say is like you need to create dis. You need to create some distance so you can get away. You don't have to go into that building per se, but like you. You've got to get rid of, like, you know, you've got to create some breathing room to do a thing. Right. But, mm-hmm. like, if I go into the building and we barricade the door, uh, that they have to be in the alley where the cops are coming, or in the street where the cops are coming to even longer. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because I don't have enough time to talk to this dead person. Mm-hmm. No, certainly not. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, uh, you do not have time to speak with dead. Which is unfortunate, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, so what are you going to do? Going to get into the building, uh, close the door and barricade the door. Okay. How do you do that? What are you uh, running to the building? Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, do I need to, what do I need to do? Okay. So here's the problem. <laughs> like that door is locked. <laughs> okay. It, like it, the, whatever business is, is, and you realize now like, Oh, this is like some kind of pawn shop. Um, like the front door is locked. It's got like a closed sign flipped in front of it. You need to create, like, and these people are still coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you need to do something to create some distance. So can I distract the people while Odo picks the lock? Yeah, sure, you can definitely do that. Cora doesn't have enough strength to kick down that door. No, that's fine. How do you do that, though? So, yeah, so I want um, Odo, who actually knows how to pick a lock. Mm -hmm. um, Right, so we tried the, the door. And the door like, is locked. The door is probably locked because it says closed on the front of the, the thing. You guys haven't actually walked up there because walking up there is exposing yourself at this point. You yeah. guys are quickly making a plan inside the car as people are approaching you. So the plan is for Odo to go pick the lock, assuming it's locked. Mm-hmm. And while, like, uh, Cora is going to set a trap. Okay, what's the trap? Cora uh, is going to use her glyph of warding. Mm-hmm. Um, to booby trap the body of the orc that Odo just stabbed with a dinner fork. <laughs> it's a kid's book, everyone. Read along. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cora is going to set a, an ex- explosive rune glyph ward mm-hmm. that um, triggers. Like, I assume these people are going to come look at the. like. They've got to come get you. Yeah. Right. Or are they going to. Put the body where they'll have to walk by it. And I assume they'll also want to be like, hey, you alive? No. Okay, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, once they get near the body, the glyph triggers. Okay. Let's see how all that works out. Okay. So, um, there's a couple of dangers here. Um, oh, no. They could spot you guys and take shots at you as you're trying to do the, like, do the infiltration. Uh-huh. Right? Or you mess this up and it explodes uh, on you guys too. So I have two dangers, two dangers and one in the goal. Yeah. Okay. I've got all partial successes. Good. Very good. It's two no, threes and a four. That's not good. No, no, that's fine. It's fine. Um, so, so yeah, so here's the partial everything. Um, you guys, like, you kind of hold off until they get up there. You f- hear them jostle the body, and the explosive room goes off. Um, the camera sort of pans out, and they, like, we watch this, like, the front of this, like, pretty much destroyed subcompact just kind of, like, erupt out as these people, like, split second, they realize, oh, shit, like, there's a trap here. Mm-hmm. 
they dive to the sides so they don't get hit as hard as they possibly could. It also jostles the car real hard so you guys don't get hit by it. Also, it throws off your opportunity to be able to get the lock picked. So Odo runs up um, and uh, goes to pick the lock, and they're having trouble picking the lock, and finally you're like, you know what, fuck this noise. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just put, like, a fist through the plate and, like, uh, pick Odo up, and Odo reaches through the bars because it's small enough that Odo's arm can go through and just unlocks the door so you guys can go in. You guys go in, lock the door. So you're inside the building, you're barricaded, but you didn't create as much space as you kind of wanted to here. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, can we barricade the door more? Yeah, yeah, you guys can, like, there's shelves of, you know, stuff and everything. You guys can, like, knock shelves in front of it and everything. Um, I also want to, like, look... What what are we working with inside this building? Like what there's, I want to look and see what this the, is. The regular contents of a pawn shop. So there's um, a guitars lot guitars and guns. Yeah, there's a lot of guitars. There's no guns because we don't have guns. <laughs> um, there's a lot of musical instruments. There's a lot of tools. Um, oh, there's like of course, some, she ele- doesn't have her violin. Yeah, so electronics, um, not electronics, but appliances. Uh, there's jewelry in the cabinet, like in the, the cabinet. Um, what you can hear is you're sort of listening around. You hear them getting back up and one of them speaking um, and telling the other one, like, get around back. <laughs> like, they're going to probably try and go out back. So, like, you hear them kind of, like, moving around as you guys are barricading the door and stuff. So that's what you have to work with, the contents of a pawn shop. Um, is, it, mm-hmm. is there a second floor, too? No, this is really just a one-floor building. Okay, and we can see out the windows still? Mm-hmm. Have all of them gone around back, or, like, one's out front, Just one's, one's out, out front, one's out back. Yeah, they're covering the, the, their bases here. And then, mm-hmm. um, are there any side windows that, like, open to an alley or anything? Not really. Okay, so yeah. it's front, back. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Contents of pawn shop. You guys get the shelves moved in front of the door, and also one kind of in front of the window to keep them from, like, noticing your movements. You stay low, keep the lights out. Um... I mean... Yeah, and you guys are huffing, like, you're sitting there, uh, Odo's huffing and bleeding, you're huffing and also bleeding, um, uh, like, they kind of, like, look at you and they're like, I'm sorry that every time you go out with me, we almost fucking die. This is an adventure. Did you see the tattoo on, on the orc's eye? No. I, was, I did. I was pretty close. Yeah, um, that's fair. I was stabbing them. That's fair. Thanks for that. I didn't want them to murder you. They're, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's not a surprise mm-hmm. they're with the ash to ash. That is a surprise. Wait, We've had it? a fine relationship with them up until this point. Oh, have we? Yeah. Oh, oops. Sorry, Emily didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you guys have had a, a good relationship with ash to ash. Oh, then uh, um, never mind like, that not, part. <laughs> like, you're not buddies or whatever, but there's a working relationship there. Okay. Like, they deal with, like, normal black market stuff. And Harry, the keepers who are ostensibly, like, doing the barricading. Um, and you guys, like, take care of, like, food medicine supplies. Okay. You're not necessarily a black market, but, like, there's reason. You guys have multiple instances where you're like, yeah, we probably have similar goals in hitting this particular caravan. You know? So. Well, they, they're with the Ash to Ash Guild. They're on mm-hmm. a job to apparently murder us. Uh, 
I don't know if those two things are related, but maybe we should be more careful with our friends. Great. Wonderful. Sweet. <laughs> uh, and like, um, you guys are kind of like slumped down a little bit, like backs to this, uh, like shelf that you've moved in and like you're sitting down and like Odo sort of like leans their head up against you, like huffing and they're like, I am pretty fucked up and I imagine you're getting pretty tapped out. Yeah, I don't suppose we can just hide in here until the police show up and eventually arrest them. Yeah, and then arrest us too. Yeah, well, why do I feel better about our odds of taking on the police than these folk? Getting out of jail is going to be real, real hard right now. And also, we, there's no guarantee just the police show up. If the keepers show up, we're <sighs> fucked beyond reason. So, I mean, we're flanked, though. I mean, I guess there's only one guy out back. We could just run through him. Right. Assuming they don't, like, fucking fry us the second we walk out, we open the door. Yeah. Um, and you feel them like kind of like they've got their head up against your arm and everything. And you feel like their arm kind of like slip around yours and kind of like pull it tight. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. I've got no plan. Also, I think I broke a rib. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, I can do some more healing. We might need that. I, why don't I? Hmm? We might need that for offensive purposes. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's okay. Uh, Yeah, uh, you were about to sacrifice yourself. Uh, you're totally fine. I'm sorry. I It seemed like the play I had at that moment. Always a hero. My Always hero. Always not wanting you to die. Like, My hero. I have watched you take a lot of fucking hits for other people, okay? And I didn't want... I'm not going to stand around and let you die. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just not. Yeah, you remember that time I just wanted to be friends with rats and it didn't work out well? Yeah, I'm aware. (laughs) I wish I could have been friends with those rats. Um, Oh, man. I kind of want to make a third attempt. Okay. But I don't want to, like, put you into a position where you can't foil it because... Right, you never got your ring back. I know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not really an attempt. Yeah. Okay, go for it. What are you going to do? I mean, I was going to just have Cora say, like, all I wanted to do tonight was just, like, freaking give you the ring, and now I don't have the ring, and, like, had made all these elaborate plans, and everything went south. And, like, you say that for a second, and you come to the realization that you've said that. Okay. All out loud. And Oda's like, ring for what? It's symbolic, mostly. I think it has magic properties, but that doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, and like, they kind of like turn to you like, ring for what, Cora? Can Cora grab a a ring off of the jewelry shelf and like... Yeah, I like the idea of like, Cora stands up, walks over, and just like punches (laughs) through the front, the jewelry, like the jewelry thing. Yeah, and then... Picks a ring that looks, who knows, who gives a shit at this point. And yeah, then she like takes it over, like, I don't know, stereotypical, gets down on one knee. Also, they're eye level. Now they're eye level, yeah. Stereotypical, (laughs) like, a ring for this. And then like, just like, (laughs) has it out. Um, Odo is like... Big eyed. Um, we're gonna die, yeah. but first, yeah, we're big gonna eyed. get engaged. Like, they don't seem to care anymore about the fact that you guys are like surrounded and gonna die. 
Um, <laughs> and so they're like big eyed, um, tears welling up. And there are like, they kind of like just move past the ring. They don't give a fuck about this ring. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's maybe it's like, now that you get it down there, it's, it's just way too big. It's like for a normal size human. <laughs> oh, <throw it> away. <laughs> yeah. And like, they, like they rush up and like, they pull your, like your blood covered face and their blood covered face. <laughs> Like, you guys are all beat up. You look like John McClane at the end of fucking Die Hard. <laughs> and they're, like, they're, like, they don't really say anything. They just, like, pull you into, like, a kiss. Um, and then, like, pull you into, like, a di- big hug. Um, and they're, like, s- sniffling a bit. And, like, they st- you guys sit there and you hug for, like, like, we get this, like, really good scene. Like, the music swells up. Like, you guys are hugging and <laughs> embracing and kissing. Stoked. Yeah. Like, you're in this, like, beat up pawn shop. And then, like, Odo sort of pulls back and is going to say, like, he's got this, like, look on the face, like, they're, like, they're open their mouth to say something, like, super sweet. And then, like, you hear, like, a crack of lightning, like, spread out over the shelf that you guys had previously had your back on. They're like, oh, yeah, we probably need to not die. Yeah. Fuck. All right. And they kiss you again. They're like, well, we're not dying now. We're definitely not dying. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, final push. Yeah. You've got two people piled in on you, right? Um, you also, in the background, you can start to hear police sirens coming in. So they need they need to, you, both groups, you and the people assaulting you, need to get out. are under pressure. They seem more concerned with completing their goal than leaving than they do with just leaving because they're not, they're not abandoning you. But you can definitely hear, like, they're starting to burn through stuff. Yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. torn between, like, the back only has one mm-hmm. person, probably yeah. a wizard, and then the front has... As a person who's probably also a wizard, because they're and, both, like, throwing spells. And someone else. Is it- no, the third person was the was um, oh, okay. Idra, who you guys murdered. Okay, then let's... Mm-hmm. I want to get the shelf out of the way mm-hmm. and push through the front door with something. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? You've got the whole contents of a pawn shop. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to think like like some kind of maybe like a musical instrument or something to use to like. Just bludgeon this person? Like uh, sort of attack them, but also be like, what the fuck? Like it's mostly like it's confusion, but also like I'm going to hit you with this thing. But also like if you're throwing an attack, I can hold it up in front of me <laughs> kind of thing. Like and I assume not everything's made of metal like. I can get a wooden guitar or something. Yeah, yeah. You can get a guitar. I wouldn't say guitar is going to be the most protective thing. Right. Um, uh, I'm not carrying a cello out the door. Um, yeah. Cora just turns into the shape of a cello. Like, yeah. Nothing to see here. Just a walking yeah, cello. Just a cello. Because um, I want to go out the front door mm-hmm. and steal one of their vehicles. Okay. Because yeah. we need to get out. And yeah, you guys going need out to get the back away. door doesn't help us get out. That's fair. Okay. I like this. Okay. All right. I have an idea in my mind. Okay. So your goal is get out and steal a motorcycle. Yeah. While taking this person out. Yeah. So I'm going to say that's two different goals. Is it like a pawn shop where they've got like, like, you know, um, crystals, like, you know, how people in our world believe in like crystals as a healing force. Like, does, does that happen in this world? Do they yeah. have like you big need ass act- rocks? Like you probably, you need those for magic shit in real magic, so, like in, not in real magic. 
I want in D and D real magic. You know, real magic. I want to try and hit him on the head with that. She's <laughs> gonna like open the door, throw a like throw a fucking crystal at them. Like half of awakening like, size. Crystal. Align your fucking <laughs> chakras, motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, I like this. Okay. Um, so you guys are getting ready to pull this shelf and run. Um, you get a big crystal to throw. Um, <laughs> and Odo grabs a handful of screwdrivers. That's smarter than me. <laughs> Good job. Um, no, Odo grabs a screwdriver and a, and a claw hammer. That's what's happening here. I'm just not, not going to look back. Yeah. Just I don't need to yeah. know. The, um, so yeah, uh, go ahead and, so I'm going to say that, I'm going to give you the best option here, okay? There is, your goal is incapacitate this person and steal the motorcycles. I'm going to just go ahead and combine that into one goal. Because okay. if you can incapacitate them, you can steal the motorcycles. So really, your goal here is to incapacitate this right, person. Right, like the motorcycle is just a side effect of Yeah, the motorcycle is just, off. it's not going to do shit, right? Yeah. Uh, so there are two dangers here. There's the person outside who you're going to assault, and also the cops are showing up, uh-huh. and you have to dodge both of them. So go ahead and we'll do three dice. This gives you the best chance of getting a success. Right, that's I'm true. I'm adding danger to help you. <laughs> this is helpful danger. <laughs> okay, so I failed, and then I had two partial successes. Okay, so, so what are we doing? I think... Mm-hmm. I want to fail at incapacitating them, but I want to partially succeed on avoiding both of the dangers. Uh, or maybe, no, I want to fail on avoiding the danger from the person outside the door. Mm-hmm. I want to partially succeed on avoiding the cops, and I want to partially succeed on incapacitating them. Okay. Does that work? Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay, so... So failing on this danger, I feel like we need to take something like, serious moving forward, uh-huh. right? This is, realistically, this is, like, the final danger that you're, yeah. you're going, like, you're going forward with. So, like, you need to take some kind of, like, serious damage from serious danger. Like, there needs to be a serious repercussion moving forward that we can refer to later. Um, like, I don't have to lose something, but it, it could be, like, influence or something, too. It could be influence. Uh, like, it could be... <laughs> I don't have to cut off my tail, too. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, like, the... So, like, it needs to be something something we can, like, ostensibly take forward. Um, okay. And so, like, the... So you partially succeed. So here's the thing. You partially succeed on the cops, yeah. like not being detained by the cops, right? Oh, I... so the cops are going to make you guys. So yeah, they're I'm gonna so have... sorry. The rest of the group. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have full discussion. So yeah, so this is what's happening. Oh man, your heat's moving forward because we haven't gotten downtime yet. I'm so, yeah. sorry, everyone else. So plus one heat. Oh no. Um, everyone's going to be real mad at me. <laughs> so what's going to happen is you guys are moving your heat up. Right. What are we at now? I don't know. You're, you're definitely like plus. I'm going to give you plus two heat because it's not just from the cops. You're also getting heat from the ash, ash to ash. You're mm-hmm. also losing rep with ash to ash. I mean, that's fair. I'm fine. Well, you're with going. That. Well, you guys were neutral with them. Yeah. So now you're negative one with ash to ash. Look, that makes sense narratively. And mm-hmm. also that doesn't affect too many other people. Like it affects the group, but it's not as horrible as fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. 
So yeah, here's what I think happens. You guys like move outside. You throw a crystal at somebody's head. It hits them, but they're wearing a motorcycle helmet still. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it hits them and they're like, what? Cora probably also Mm -hmm. forgot that. (laughs) And so they step out around the corner to like, just they're going to light you up. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But you partially succeed at the, getting away so you're gonna get away here mm-hmm. um really the partial like the partial thing is like you're losing he- heat here or you're gaining heat here yeah um and so they like you throw the crystal and it hits them and you're like fuck fuck <laughs> i hit somebody I'm, with a helmet with a thing in the head i'm dumb <laughs> shit i'm dumb um and as they like go to like let off a thing, you feel like a hit into the back of your knee. Mm-hmm. So you drop down as basically like a lightning bolt kind of comes across your head. And Odo throws a claw hammer like a fucking tomahawk and hits this person square in the knee with a hammer. And they go down because they definitely felt that shit. Good. <laughs> um, I was just confusing. Yeah. Odo is actually the damaging. Cops- like, as you guys basically get onto the motorcycle and you channel Divinity to be able to drive a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, Ayun. take the wheel. <laughs> um, the cops kind of come storming in. And what you guys have to do is you have to, like, weave through that. Like, you guys, like, you, like, pop a wheelie and weave through the cops as but they're they coming in. But they definitely <laughs> see you guys. Yeah. Um, and they're going to start running some cross-references, so your heat goes up. Hey, that tiefling lady with long yeah. horns and a kangaroo tail and that tiny blue-haired gnome. No, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but you guys get away, right? Um, you don't 100% know what happens with these people uh, who get left behind. Um, I don't care. Yeah. But you guys, like... Uh, I think the other thing, you know what, you don't wave, you don't, like, run by the cops, like, you guys get away from the cops there, but you don't, like, you're both too fucking beat up to get past the, like, in any sort of sneaky capacity, get past the blockade. Oh, so that's And so you have to, like, bust through the blockade, and that's when they make you. Okay, yeah, Yeah. that's fair. Yeah, and that's when your heat goes up. Um, Uh, I'm sorry, everyone else. (laughs) Yeah, but you guys get, so what happens is you guys are... Back at the club, right? You guys have, like, river, like, so you guys come back to the club. They hear a motorcycle, like, you know, everyone hears the thing, and somebody's like, oh, don't Cora back. And so everybody is, like, <laughs> gathered in, like, the whole team and all the sands are, like, gathered in, and they're, like, <gasps> like, they're all, like, waiting. They're going to, like, congratulate you, and you guys come in looking <laughs> like shit, just, like, total shit. Your shirt is, like, covered in blood and basically destroyed. Odo is also covered in blood. You guys literally look like John McClane at the end of Die Hard, where, like, all your white clothes are now a dirty brown gray <laughs> and covered in blood. Uh, Odo's shoes are gone. Like, one of Odo's shoes is gone. Their hair is they all messed like up. They didn't like those shoes yeah. anyways. Yeah, your hair is fucked. Or not your hair, but your horn is I'm fucked. I'm missing, yeah, like, a part fourth of, it. of a yeah, horn. Yeah, a quarter of a horn. Um, and they're like, you guys come in, they're like, congratulations. You guys okay? And Odo's <laughs> like, we're getting fucking married. <laughs> Great. And like they're like they're elated now because you're like you guys are like we live <laughs> we live we're like, never going crying, like we lived I was like we're gonna get fucking married like we're never going anywhere alone again. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Corey's going to be, like, <laughs> filing down her horns. Yeah. Like, and so, uh, like, I think we get, like... Uh, like a like I guess like our final shot is Cora like we lived and Odo's like got your hand up like we're gonna get married <laughs> we won we won <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez yeah boom we did it we did it <laughs> I'm so sorry the rest of the group <laughs> oh man I didn't mean to do that <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Great start. Yeah, I'll just cut it. <laughs> God, Jesus. Ugh. Get comfortable. <laughs> Ugh.